Yo, it's your boy HB, and you are listening to the Be All In Podcast, Episode 3. Um, super, super excited for this one. Another one of my young dogs here. Uh, we're going to get into this thing. I appreciate y'all for locking in with us. Stay in tune, uh, in tune with us for, for three episodes now. Um, yeah, let's, let, let's, let's rock this thing. Uh, my young boy Ice, go ahead, give us an introduction, man. Give us the full introduction, name, high school, all the things. Break us down, man. Come on. Got you. Uh, my name is Ice Emery. I go to Nina High School, point guard, uh, class 2022. Merrimack College commit. Okay. Um, before this, though, you said something else, though. When we were just running through our our little demos here, you said something else. Ice Emery what? Go ahead. Ice Emery, best two-way player in the state. There you go. Say it with your chest. If you if you feel that way, then you feel that way. <clears throat> uh, Ice is another kid that, that I train. Um, I've known his family as pops for a while. Uh, it's been a pleasure for me as well the last couple of years to have him in my gym and, and kind of get to be a part of his his process. Um, and as I say, you know, as we go through these things and in this journey throughout the 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 ball and podcast, uh, you'll get to know more about me and my story uh, as the host. Um, but as a former uh, you know collegiate athlete and and a former professional basketball player uh i've been through that process obviously quite some a while back and it's it's great for me now to stay in tune and get to enjoy being along on the ride for their process right and and just to hear their stories and try to guide them and give them some some input and some guidance on uh how this how this game how this world works in that space um so ice Merrimack commit. Tell us about that. Where where is Merrimack? What conference they in? What level is that? Break it down for me real quick. I got you. Uh, it's in Boston, Massachusetts, or be more in tune. It's in North Andover, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, it's in the Northeastern Conference with a bunch of teams like Wagner, Mount St. Mary's. Some of those teams have been in the tournament recently. And what was the other question? Okay. Right. Yep. Division one, I'd say it's like low mid major. Okay. Maybe it's mid major. That's what I would consider it as. They're a new division one team. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty up and down right now. Are they, but I, when I get there, I, I think I can change everything. So. Okay. So you want to come in and be a, a impact player there? Exactly. You want you want to help uh, change the culture, change the landscape, man. I say this all the time, um, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Um, players build programs. Facts. Right? Facts. The type of kids that you bring in, right? Are they workers? Are they family-oriented? Are they open-minded? Are they kids that are going to buy into your grind or what you want and ask for them? Are they going to do what they're supposed to do in the in the classroom? And, and are the kids that you're bringing in, are they servant leaders, right? Exactly, yeah. um, to be a good leader, you should you should be a servant first, right? And do you have those kids? And those are kids, I believe, in my opinion, they can change a program, right? So I want to get into some things first before we really get into all that. I want to I want to know just about you. What high school you go? You go to Nina High School, right, right. here in Wisconsin. Uh, break that down, man. Some news about Nina. What's up? 
you know, uh, best team in the state. Okay. Regardless of division, in my opinion, uh, I feel like we can go up against anybody. Uh, we kind of just started to be, I guess, so-called the powerhouse. So. Oh wow. Okay. Would you not, would you not agree? I, I, you got y'all rolling, man. Well oiled machine. Let me ask you this: What division one, right? Correct. In the state, D one school in the state. What's your What's your rank going on in into the into the playoffs? One. One overall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you just recently won the FBA. Correct. And for those of you who don't know, uh, episode uh, two with with Jackson Pavleski, they play in the same conference. The FBA is really really tough, top to bottom. One of the top uh, conferences in the in the state. Um, and you guys are the sole FBA champs. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's big time, man. Congratulations. How many Thank times you. have you been a, a, a FBA champ? Uh, we were co last year with Kimberly. Yep. And then yep. my sophomore year, we didn't win it. So one and a half, two, whatever you want to count it up to. So, yep. so now you're on top solo dolo. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> and I got to see those matchups. <clears throat> Excellent matchups, man. That was those, those games between you guys, both times were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, where you grow up, man, because you're not from Nina. Right. Correct. Break it down for me. Where you from? So I was born in Green Bay, born in West Pier. Uh, me and my mom, we grew up there for a couple of years until my stepfather stepped in. But yeah. we were West Pier made. I mean, I was there till eighth grade. Then I kind of got held back, went to Appleton North, put over there for a year. Then uh, my dad told me I, I had to go to Nina. It was the best opportunity for me, he believed. And I believe that it is too. I mean, I got to play against great players like Max Klesman, who went on to Wofford, same as Jackson. So, and that really made me. And then came over here to work some more and worked with you. And I think you really took me to a whole nother level of, and we can get into that later, but just a whole lot of good stuff came out of it. Yep. Um, you mentioned it, you said it real fast, and you knew I was going <laughs> to ask you this. <laughs> Coming up as a youngster, you were one of the one of it's weird in that like when we're talking middle school and things but you were one of the higher top ranked players like a higher level player in that grade but then you mentioned you got held back like shed some light on that for us tell the listeners because i've known you for some while for a while you know i know a lot of the the other hoopers out here dudes your peers in your grade um I know they give you crap about it all the time, sure, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And when you do those things, like you have to be prepared right. to take those 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 comments, those thoughts, even from parents, exactly. grown adults. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be able to take that on the chin, right? What was the reasoning behind that? And, and a lot of people call it reclassifying, mm-hmm. now, right? right? Right. Like, break that down. Why did you reclassify, or you say hell back? Like, why? What, academic reasons, not ready, or basketball reasons, social reasons? Like, what was the what was going on with that? Just let us know, because now we can also get some of this out in the air, right? right. For all the people who think they know or they, they got they got things to say. Right. It's kind of it's kind of crazy that you really brought that up like that. Uh, I remember when I was younger, my dad always wanted to hold me back ever since I can remember. He'd always ask me every single year, hey. We can get held back this year. And I remember, like, there would be nights I'd cry. I got cry to my mom, like, I don't want to leave my friends, blah, blah, blah. So then, kind of going up to eighth grade, West Pier was kind of getting shaky to me. I didn't really like it. 
I didn't really like the people there, and they didn't really like me. And the only reason why they would really accept me is because I was so-called like good at basketball. You know, I was doing my thing. You know, and then eighth grade, they're kind of like, oh, but this kid's kind of good. This kid's kind of good, and we just didn't really like the situation. So, my dad, who my mom and my dad were separated. So, my dad goes, hey, you know, you're not really getting the basketball like workouts because at the time, you know, I didn't really know anybody. It was just me and my mom. So trainers wise. It was just me and my dad at the YMCA. So pretty much she was like, hey, you can come over here and you can come live with me. You can get way better at basketball. You can fulfill all your dreams and stuff like that. And I said, he's like, and I think you should get held back. And I was like, we kind of like, we talked about it for weeks in the summer. It was like a weeks, weeks conversation. So pretty much what happened was he's like, hey, what do you want to do? And I was like, what are the pros and cons to it? And he's like, and I, and I asked him, like, why do you want to, why do you want me to do this? And so the reason why my dad went to college at 17, so he was really, really young. He turned 17 in college. Mm-hmm. So he was really young and he was really immature, did some dumb things, he told me. And so he was just like, I don't want you to end up like me because I was kind of on the cusp. Like I was like, I'm 18 right now, turning 19 in March. But like he was like, I wasn't he said I wasn't really mature enough. You would have been younger for your grade, right. I think. You'd have exactly. been young for your grade. Exactly. But you're older for now this for grade. this grade, Correct. which is okay. Yeah. Right, exactly. Absolutely. So he pretty much he was like, you know, I feel like academically I didn't do well my eighth grade year at West Superior. I didn't do well academically and he was really upset about that because he didn't do well in high school as well. And he's like, I don't want you to be like me. Like obviously every every person, every parent wants them to be, be- their kid to be better than them. Yeah. So and maturity level exactly maturity level matters, right? Even in academia, maturity level can definitely matter. For sure. Age, all the things. How For fast sure. you grasp things. Yep. Exactly. So that was kinda like the like the main thing was just maturity being ready in college and just my grades you know those are the three things that were like were big for him he didn't really care about basketball because he knew i could play he knew what i could bring to the table so he wasn't really worried about that and that was just kind of like another thing that was just added on to it exactly but he was just like no like i really feel like i need you to like grow up a little bit more so that was like the biggest reason and you know i got a lot of backlash for it i mean I would have. I remember my first eighth grade year. I I, I was so excited. We played. We're we're going back to West Pier. So I was like, bet. Like we have a tournament at West Pier, and so so we met with up with them at the in the championship. And I remember. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna name the because the kid still goes there. Right yep. now. So he's a senior there. But his kids was like, hey ice. And <laughs> not his kid. His parents was like, hey ice. You want to go to the bar after this? Mid game. Oh. Mid game. Petty major right. petty to a fifteen year old grown ass adult. Right. So I was like. And I remember I was hearing that, and, like, it wasn't the start either. Like, I was kind of hearing it, and my dad told me, like, hey, not everyone's going to be excited. Like, there's some people that are going to be like, hey, like, that's, that's unfair, or this, this, and that. And not everyone's excited to have, like, good things happen to you. And at first, I never knew what that meant. Like, this is like, way before. And now I kind of understood it as an eighth grade. And I was maturing. Like, I was, taking, I was taking all these, like, little words, and I'm like, dang, like, I'm, I'm a kid. Like, and, you know, and like grown you're people grown. are saying this to yeah. Like, peers, I'm like, all right, it's whatever. Like, they're kids. I'm yeah, not they, they, that. But the, a lot of that is they're hearing what their parents are exactly. saying. You feel me? Yeah. Like, and, and obviously, like, you you really in the, the age of information. So, like, everybody got their phones. You know what I'm saying? And so, all those, like, puns and jokes and, you know, they're hearing about it with other kids reclassifying all over the country. Like, 
they can they can pick that up. But some of those things are like, no, you heard that directly from a source. Right. Your parents. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and almost I, I'm gonna say this and I'll stay saying this, like I love a parent that understands how to actually really invest their time and their resources and their parenting into their kid. Right. Like that wasn't solely a that wasn't a basketball, just a basketball exactly. decision. Like your dad was supporting you in a way of, hey, you are not mature yet. Mm-hmm. And you're not mature in academia right now in your academic. Right. Right? In right. your academics. Like not just basketball, but exactly. like this is if you go now and you're this might hurt you in the end. You exactly. may not reach the potential you need to reach. Uh academically exactly see what i'm saying and like it takes a person that's going to be open-minded and really hear and listen to understand that because everybody's going to have their own opinions and think they know exactly that's how my mom was at first she was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hell them back like why would i do that yeah. and you know what's funny my brothers as you know one of them is playing for you now yep. he's held back yeah braxton's held back yeah. but his birthday is later than me but braxton's really shy so Braxton yeah, hates. He, is. he doesn't really like to talk to people like unless he knows you. Then he yeah, gets he more is. comfortable. So it's it's funny. Don't hit me with a hate coaching. Pum. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny because when my when I told my dad that he's like, isn't that something? Because I've been wanting to hold you back since kindergarten and she wouldn't let you. But now <laughs> look what's going on. So yeah. it's and it's different. You learn exactly. along the way. Like even me being a first time father, like I'm trying to learn along the way. Exactly. Right. Um. That's good stuff, man. That's that's excellent stuff. And shout out to your pops too for putting that time and investing in you, especially uh, you know, making sure you're right, make sure your game is right. Same thing I said in in uh in in uh Jackson's episode, episode episode two. Um same deal, man, is shout out to these fathers and these parents that are doing it the right way. They're not being overbearing, but they're teaching their kids the right way. Right. And, and making them earn their keep. Nothing wrong with that. OK, so now you hold back a year. You're in what school district? Appleton North. So I was you're Einstein. in, you're yeah. in Appleton North. OK, yeah, you're at Einstein. OK. Mm-hmm. And, and now walk me through that. Now you're in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Were you on varsity as a freshman? No, nah. no. Nah? My the JV I, guy. My story is my story to the division world is not the pretty sunshine world. It's the hard struggle i never judge kids and you cannot on are they a freshman on varsity doesn't matter kids develop and go athletically just like academically at different rates man i've seen kids be freshmen on freshmen sophomores on uh, on jv juniors on varsity and not playing that much to D1. Bam. Quick. Just like that. Everybody's story. Everybody's story is different. Everybody develops differently. Um, I'm a a big believer in this. You get out what you put in. Right. Um, and, And a lot of that too is do you have a good feel for the game? Right. Right. So freshman at A North Right. No, freshman at Nina. I was an eighth grader at A North, so I went freshman year to Nina. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So right. you were you were in A North in their 
eighth grade program Correct. in their booster program. Correct. But you never went to know. No. Oh, I thought for some reason. Okay. Right. So you put me on. So right. freshman year at Nina. Right. Go ahead. So freshman year at Nina, you know, um, I came really late because that was a whole controversial thing, too. So it was Appleton North Nina, Appleton North Kimberly Nina. It was a whole mixture of who I wanted to go to. And, you know, we really weighed our options and it came down to Appleton North and Nina. And um, my dad works at Nina and he and he also coached there. So he knew he knew Lee on a whole nother level. A.K.A. Lee is my head coach. So he knew him on a whole nother level. So pretty much what happened was. They were talking like, hey, like, I think he's really going to do good here. And my dad was like, he was looking at everything. He's like, you know what? I want him to go up against Max all the time because Max was upcoming because that was his sophomore year before I came. And Max was a lone wolf over there, but he was putting up 16 as a sophomore. Claire's got that action, big baby. Right, right. So, and he saw what was coming through the pipeline too. So he was like, no, they're going to be good. You know, we we had some pieces going around. So pretty much, you know, my freshman year, Got there, came really late, came like mid-August. So I never played any school ball or summer ball, whatever you want to call it, high school yeah. ball. Just played with Phenom my, my, going into that year yeah. with Pav. And then got on JV. So first, obviously, I'm like, dang, like, setback. Like, I was mad. I was like, I should definitely be on varsity. Like, there's definitely players I'm on there that I'm better than. And Pav was on JV, too. Mm-hmm. So then kind of got through the year. Then... Went on to the next year, played a little bit of AAU. Yeah. Was kind of, I got I got a little bit more notice, but then I came back and I mean, so this is what Max's junior year, my freshman year, yep, junior year. So I mean, Max is going crazy, twenty five, having some forty point games, brought him to state. Yeah. So now it's my sophomore year. I didn't start again. I was like, dang, I thought I should I should be able to start, right? Nah. So I came off the bench, but I was a spark plug off the bench. But I was playing starter minutes. Yeah, coming lots off the of bench. energy. Exactly. Yep. Good athlete. Exactly. Yep. So pretty much what I would do when I come in, I'm 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 the point guard because Max can play the off guard now. So that's really where Max can get busy. So but I didn't obviously I'm not scoring the ball a lot because it was Max Klesman. So got through there, kind of Found my way a little bit. I have I'd have some games where I'd have fourteen. And who else was on that team? Was there anybody else on that team? So we had a lot of like guys who weren't known but were pretty good. I mean, okay. you know, we had Carter Thomas, so he started yep. as a sophomore. Yep, C T. Right. We had Jake Dietz, he was a junior, he was yep. pretty good. I mean, we had a lot of little pieces that people are like, Oh, you don't really know them, but like no, they can who exactly, but yeah, when they, they soon they come to the game, they're like, Who is this? They were just just weren't touted I guess weren't really talked about so got through the year got ended because of COVID which I, I would be sitting with a ring right now I'm not gonna lie to you I'd be sitting with a ring so uh, for sure we were gonna win that okay for sure we were gonna win that we were gonna win that for sure so okay. then the junior year came kind of a COVID year kind of a weird year and wasn't a really good statistic year for me probably one of my worser years of shooting shot like 60% from the free throw line. We worked on that. Yeah, 30%. We thing. 30% from like a three. It, w- it was <laughs> not a good. good year for me. Yeah. So then uh came here, and the biggest thing we worked on is consistency, just fixing it, and my work ethic. I think, I think that really made me go. I think when I came to you, I think I was probably maybe a low major D1, maybe high D2. I think that was like kind of what I thought. I thought I was D1, but like maybe 
you know, but then I came here and I remember like the first workouts, it was ice. That was, that was a weak ass move. Ice. You got to go harder. You're not going hard enough. Yeah. And then, so that's when I'm looking at Pav and he's going crazy. And I was like, okay, no, I got to step up because he's doing something right. And obviously I'm not. So I, we, I would keep going, keep coming to you. Okay. Was you're a getting better. Group too. We talked about that. Right. Um, that there, and again, during the COVID, the whole COVID deal, like obviously I got my own private gym at, at the old, old facility. Shout out to Cash Street, man. Um, there was really zero excuse for any kid that wanted to be better and improve. There just was, it just is not possible for you to not have gotten better if you actually wanted that. Just, right. well, you guys were barely in school. Right. You had a lot of free time, right? right? Um, yeah, the virtual was crazy. Like, right. I, I was seeing you do this every day. Right. And, and, and the focus was, hey, once we get back to going and, and everything opens up, we're going to be full. You're going to be ready. Right. right? And, ready and you're going to be prepared. And, yeah, it, it I, I remember the first couple workouts you came and you definitely were not ready for that. You weren't used to to that a lot of running a lot of conditioning um especially at that time just because i'm a i'm a firm believer of if you want to you want to hit shots in the thick of the storm like you gotta be in shape you gotta you're as everybody as the game goes on everybody starts to go down you want to still go up or stay level so you got to be in great shape to hit shots exactly we got to simulate things that are hard to do just like a game facts right and so i remember those first couple workouts i'm damn hey ice and and i will definitely tell you for any of y'all out there you want to come work out with me i will tell you no that move was weak as hell go do it again or you mess up no start over because in a game you don't get start overs right every rep every single rep we want to make it our best rep or is it going to be no but that's how we going to get after it that's how we going to level up and like that group of you dudes you're all you know thousand point scores collegiate basketball players like we not dodging nobody right right um and 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 Pav had been around for a while with right. me, right? Um, since his eighth grade going into freshman year, he started working with me, and he already he already he knows, right? And you could tell his level, like right. He'd been doing that for a while, and so that was a good thing. Is like him, he was got to be a leader without even knowing he's a leader, because you guys, he's your marker. Right, he we was can, the we marker. Compete, we compete yeah. all the time. He's your marker exactly. too. Like you want to get there, you got to work like Pav is right now. Right, like because Pav wasn't ranked either. Pav was on JV with you. Right, and he's a salty dude. Right, and, and you are now a salty dude. Chris and those guys are salty dudes. Facts. And so now you dudes are competing. Everybody's trying to get better. Everybody's pushing each other. You guys have all become pretty good friends with each other. Exactly. When you're supporting each other at games and stuff like. That was an excellent group, and it was good to have you in there too. And we, we, you even came to me a couple times. We did some shooting things because, because that was your one thing is your consistency with your shot. And and I remember, what was it? I was coaching in a little like fall 
league. And uh-huh. Ice could Ice couldn't hit a shot. I'm, I knew how we was gonna play. My team won the league, by the way, Coach of the Year. Um, oh my god! My team did win the league. I played one week. My team won the league. And we smacked Ice them, but. Through the game, I'm giving him little pointers because, yeah, he's one of my kids, man. I train him. That's off top, and he he starts hitting some shots. Big kudos to me. Shout out to me. No, I'm kidding. Shout out to HP, man. Um, but now, as we talk through those things, and now we've been working even more, like the one thing that's highly improved for you is your shot. You, I got to give it to you, man. The games I see, you shooting that thing. And when your team needed you a few weeks ago in that overtime, Shooting that thing, or, or was it overtime? No, yeah, overtime, it was overtime. Two threes back to back. Two threes back to back, back to back. Great rotation, all the things. And you only get there by you got to put yourself through the ringer, man. Got to you got to hurt. It got to hurt. Facts. If it don't hurt, it don't work. <laughs> Straight up. Um. So you have not that good of. A, were you all conference that year? When. My junior? Yeah. Oh, second team. Second team. Right. Yeah, and I and I remember I remember dudes giving you crap about it. Right. Pav was on you a little bit. Guys right. giving you some crap about it. Right. About how you were second team. Um and and I don't think you should have that problem this year. No, no. I, I, I think I hope you should not. be I hope not. Good this year. Um and let's so let's 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 take a let's turn it just a little bit. I wanna I wanna talk about your AAU a little bit. Okay. Too right, and we'll get back to we'll get more into that senior year here in a minute. I wanna talk about your AAU. So you played with Phenom, mm-hmm. right? Then one year you went and played with your dad, right? right. Yeah. This dude was supposed to come play with us. He tweaked on us. <laughs> no, but you ended up um you ended up playing with uh uh, NY two LA team for Correct. a little bit, right? Yeah. And then you switch gears and end up getting on playground, Correct. which I thought at the time is like is some of you know. I, I also coach. I have my own AU program, and obviously I, I run a, a bas- my own basketball training facility. Um, but I thought it was a crazy move because I'm like, they got all the guards over there already. Yeah. They got Jack over there. Um, Campion. Yeah, um, shout out to my guy Jack. Yeah, they got uh, what's the lefty's name? Uh, well, Jack's a lefty. Nope, the other one. Uh, dude who had all the offers oh, before. Oh, Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Yep. He's a wing guard. They got Andrew Leah over there. He's also a guard. So I'm like, hey, this is crazy. Then they had the kid. Um, Jack Rose from Westosha. Jack Rose from Westosha. Then they Luke they. Man, yeah, Luke tough. It was it was he a guard heavy team, and so I'm like, that don't make sense. And before you had the you had the other guard from Lutheran from Sheboygan Lutheran, but he yep. left. Casey Verhagen, but yep. Verhagen was also on that team for some time. So I'm like, Ice, that don't make sense, my guy. Right. But but walk me through that. Like, what was that experience like? Um, I know you got on a UA circuit. How did that offer come about? Because I remember it was a live period. I'm seeing, I'm looking at stats like, whoa, ice kind of going crazy here. Yeah. You ran off a couple games, and I, I'm seeing you shoot the ball well too. Right. Uh, walk me through it. Walk us through it. Let's so, that. like I said, my story is crazy. So, I was on this NY2LA team. You know, those these guys, and they were like, hey, ice. You know, we're just gonna give you the rock. Kind of put the offense through you. And I was kind of rattling off a lot of good games for that team, so I was I was having right, right, right. So you know, 
I'm rattling off like a lot of good games. Like we're playing against JH1, who just beat Brad Beal Elite, yeah. and we lost by four, and I had like 28. Like, yeah. so we're really like competing. Yeah. But like, we had some good players. We had a lot of unsigned seniors. Yeah. So I was just like the only kid that was a junior on that squad. So then um, I, I kind of tried out for a playground before that happened. And they're like, okay, we're going to keep in contact. We don't know yet. So then they went to this Wisconsin tournament. And then they kind of called me after, like, hey, like, I think we need ice. So we were like, all right. So we were, I was kind of playing with both for a little bit, right? And they're like, nah, you just got to pick one. So we had to sit down and make that decision. I was, obviously, I'm like, okay, like, I want to, obviously, I want to be a Division One player. So I feel like I should go here. Yeah, no, no. It's a team full of unsigned seniors. I mean, who you think they're going to push first? Exactly. The unsigned seniors, right? And that's a team probably was built for the unsigned exactly. seniors. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, off top, I need to go where they're looking at the, at the 2020 uh, 2022s. Right. Right. So, kind of get there. First couple of tournaments, you're not really playing a lot, mm-hmm. you know? And shout out to them, though, because like, I feel like that really made me a lot better, you know? And I feel like that's probably my pivotal change of in training with you and with them. Because I remember I was some games, like, I wouldn't even play. I'm getting five minutes, maybe. And then, like, the, the live period started. And you were always talking, hey, these live periods are coming through. They go by quick. These are your last ones. Last ones. So I remember we was, with it. Me, and, me and Pav were in sometimes just by ourselves, or me, Pav, and Chris, and we're all just going at it. Each other. We're all telling each other, hey, like, we're competing that just to make, hey, who hits three in a row first? It was it was everything like everything exactly so, and you made it like that too, and it was running and all this and that, and then on top of the playground workouts and all that, so I was really getting better. I was really I was like, nah, like I got this is my last time. Like we gotta keep going, and that's all you kept on saying, hey, keep going, cause hey, you're not gonna get it back. That that last rep, you're not gonna get back, and so we were all. I remember we were all talking and we were like, hey, the lap periods are gonna come. Get y'all shit off, because if you don't, you're going to regret Facts. it. <laughs> That's so, exactly what I was saying. I remember that. Get I was it like, off, dog. So I remember the first live period went to, I was having off and on minutes. and But I played pretty well, but I wasn't, like, I was getting a little, like, a couple D1s were following me and stuff like that. So it was whatever. And then we got to Dallas. So Dallas was, like, my coming out party, I guess you could say. So I was coming off the bench still, but, like, I was, I was still, like, their eighth or ninth man. But when I came in, I was playing significant minutes. And that's why I said shout out to them because, like, they made me a better person because, like, I've never really sat down and been like, oh, damn, I'm a bench player. Like, I never really did that. Like, I'd always play significant minutes everywhere yeah, I went. Or, or, like, oh, y'all think this dude better than me? Right, like, exactly. dang, I'm not one of them? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but they're like, hey, Ice, like, we know you're good. It's just because you're new and this and that. That don't matter, though. I don't like that talk, <laughs> but for real. No, but, like, it really made me a better person because they were like, your time's coming. And when it t- when it does come, go show out. And I was like, all right, I got you. So we went to Dallas, right? And I remember our first game I went, I was I played pretty well. I had like 12 points. And I played pretty well. Then we had three games that were like gauntlet games, just like three tough games. Yeah. And I remember I had like 15 one game. And I was like, and I was really playing well. Like I'm hitting shots, mid-range pull-ups, control fades, threes. And I'm talking crazy too. Like, I'm just I'm talking so out of pocket. Like, and I like I'm picking up full. I'm sweating people, turning people over, like doing things that you know a Division One point guard should do. Hey, you doing things that not everybody wants to. Exactly. Get, exactly. Right. And there's got to be a guy that will do it. If right. you won't do it, somebody else will. Exactly. Period. So I know, like, I'm talking to my guys. Like, I'm talking. 
I'm talking shit to the team other there. Like, hey, send him this way. I promise you, you won't come this way. Because if he does, I'm going to take it. I promise you, I will. Like, yeah. do, and like making sure college coaches can hear it too. Like, I was doing it on purpose. Because, you know, you got you to you yeah, do something. They want to hear some communication. Exactly. So, and then that week, I was just playing really well. I mean, I was having 15, 14, 15, which in that league, I mean, those are good games, yeah, especially for someone coming off the bench too. So I remember one night, it was like, because I think it was, you you stay from Friday to Monday, mm-hmm. right? So that Saturday, Sunday night, one of the two, my one of my partners, Jack Rose's dad, texts Jack, he's like, hey, this college wants to, this, this college is talking about ice right now, and they're talking about offering them. And I was like, what college is this? Like, Merrimack College. And I was like, I never heard of that one before. <laughs> you know? And, nice. he's, and they're like, oh yeah, it's just, just newly turned D1. I'm like, shit, D1? I'm good. I don't care. I don't care if it was the best D1 in the, conf- in the country, worst D1. It's D1 at the end of the day. So they're like, I was texting my dad, I'm like, hey, dad, these people are talking about me. Go downstairs. How, how did, how did, how did, were they staying at the, they're staying same, at the same hotel? hotel. And they saw like these, uh, the more the PC, so and they're, they're talking to asking about right, you. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, dad, these people, they're, they're talking about me. Go down there. So they went down there, and then the administrator or the guy who runs PGC was, was talking and came out, talked to him. He's like, just just blankly said, well, offer him. We'll, we'll get him out there. Just offer him. And so next day, played again, played really well, get on the flight. When I get home on the flight, I see a message on Twitter. Follow Joey Gallo followed you. Joey Gallo sent you a message. So obviously I'm going to follow him back. You know, great. So said, hey, Ice, you know, I'm uh, I'm head coach at Merrimack College out in Boston. I don't know how you feel about coming out, coming out that far to come play, but I really love to talk to you about my my program and stuff like that. Yeah. So later that day, got on the phone with him and he offered me on the spot. So mm. so then we were just started talking talking back and forth, and then I got my official in September. Yeah, I remember that we were right. working out. We were talking about what right. what. what Visits Pav had lined up, you had lined up, right? And all the things, yep. So I remember we were talking like, hey, like, what should I look for? What should I do? You know, should I go play? Should I not go play? And we had all these conversations, right? Yep. So I got there, right? And I just fell in love with it. I mean, I see how they coach their P, their PGs and stuff like that, how they let them play. I'm watching film on them from past games. I'm watching them beat Northwestern. So I'm really watching them on how they're letting their guards go. And I love the way they played. So, and then they're taking me around the city, around the campus. And man. Yeah, that's a nice area. I right. mean. Oof. Right. Yeah. Burbs of, pretty much the suburbs of North Andover. Mm-hmm. Take a bus 30 minutes down. Or like a subway or whatever it's called out there. 30 minutes. Go to Boston. Mm-hmm. And we went to Boston. We went out to eat one night. And man, it was like a little snow coming down. <laughs> like it was, it was snow, rain, whatever it was. They set it up on them, bro. It wasn't snow in September, right? But they it was, definitely it was, a, it was some rain or something. I don't remember what it was. But I, they got and I just fell in love. I had the best pasta I probably ever had in my life. That's what's up. It, it was beautiful out there, and I really like. They were like, "Yeah, go hang out with the team," and they were like, "I want." I don't even really like. They never ever asked me about who else was recruiting me. They never asked me about any of that. Yeah, it don't matter because right. it's, it's about you in the moment. It's about them in the moment. Exactly. And that's it. Shout out to Ice, man, for earning that Division One scholarship straight up. Despite uh, any obstacles he had or what, what his peers say. Um, I feel like in the 2022s, you're the bad guy. 
For sure. I feel like you are the bad guy. For sure. And you want to know what? I, I On purpose, I, I, I remember we were texting the other day and I asked you a question. And that's why the theme of this podcast, this episode is CTC, Control right. the Controllable, right? Right. Right. right? Isn't that your theme? It right. Is. And that's why episode, episode three is about the CTC, right? Mm-hmm. Controlling the controllables. Because you don't have control over what anybody else says. Right. Right. Uh, what anybody else thinks. Right. Right. You've got control over the things that you control, how hard you work. Right. How hard you study. Right. Who you're hanging with, what you're eating. Right. How you're sleeping. You see what I'm saying? Right. All those things, how you're preparing. Right. Um, That's huge, man. And that 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 was a huge thing for you to bring up and talk about. And that's an excellent theme. I'm I'm honestly going to use that because I think that's great, man. Control the controllables, control the things that you can control. I think that you are the villain, man. I think yeah. everybody think you're the villain. And, and tell me about that, because because, uh, hey, I I obviously know you. You train with me. Um, I feel like to outsiders, people are like, oh, I he thinks he's a like, he is who he is, man. Right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think you're the villain? For sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, lo- I love being the villain. I can't lie. You know, uh, I saw Cam Newton say this once, and I really like, I think I'm going to get a tattoo or something like that. But oh, here we go. No, it's actually a good quote. He said, you either die a hero or you live long enough and you become a villain. Facts. Right? And I feel like that, I feel like that's kind of like my life story. You know, as a young kid, like, or like, oh, here comes this kid. He's going to be a great basketball player, blah, blah, blah. Then it came up to be, uh, I don't know, maybe someone's catching up to him. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Then it came up to be, oh, he's doing this because he wants to get better. He wants to have an advantage over people. Mm-hmm. He's 40. He's t- 35. He's 26. Yeah. Yeah. Then it came out to be, oh, he's he's a little arrogant. He's doing this. He talks too much on the court. He's not the traditional player here, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of embraced it. I mean, why not be that person to be like that everybody hates? You know what I mean? I mean, like what's, what's, the, problem? what's the problem with being the kid that – Wears his heart on his sleeve and wants to express himself on the court. You know, nothing wrong with that. And my dad always told me, like, you know, you don't have friends in between those lines. Anybody on the ops team that's not a friend, and they they lace up their shoes, they put their jersey on just like you, they breathe like you breathe, and you bleed like you bleed. So what's the point of me being scared or me being like, oh, I'm gonna be someone I'm not on the court because be you're such you and are. such? Exactly. Be who you are. I know you better not wear that earring no more. That that dangly cross earring. Don't wear that to no workouts. And I, and don't wear them braids to workouts either anymore. Well, you like the braids. Oh, I, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Headband braids, ice come different. Yeah. He, he wins some one on ones. Hey, let's put this out here for the people real quick though. Gosh. <laughs> let's put this out here for the people. Who you want in them ones? Everybody. What you mean? This okay. Pav. I love to play Pav. We we always compete. Okay. Jack Campion, that's my guy. I always love competing with him. We did play once over. We're gonna get we're gonna get Jack, we're gonna get Campion on the show. We're gonna get him to come out here. Yeah. We're gonna get him to get in that grinder. You're gonna get in that workshop with For us sure. one time. For sure. And, and get that work in. Let he me ask you this stuff. We'll definitely yeah, be out come there. on. Let me ask you this. Who wins in a one on one, you versus Landon? Me. <laughs> Okay, in your previous meeting, who yeah, won? Yeah, he, he did get me. I ain't gonna lie. He did get me. 
Yeah, Take it by the chin. Yep. But I, I feel like, you know, that was... For, I'm not going to take a win away from him. Like, a win's a win. He obviously got that win. I'm not going to be that person to be like, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like I'm a lot better now, a lot more consistent. I feel like that was during the transition of when I was getting from maybe not as consistent to more consistent. So I would love to play him again. I mean, I know we're going to during this summer before we all go oh, off to yeah. college. So hey, we're definitely going to get all these, those in. These groups are going to be crazy. Like People <sighs> underestimate our groups. I feel like our groups are so competitive. Like, no, they don't know. Right, like Chris Mitchell. Like me, like we've had so many talks about Chris Mitchell, us, us three, me, you, Pav. Like people are like, oh, Chris Mitchell's like this, this. No, like Chris Mitchell's about it. Like I, like I've seen him like yeah. rattle off seventy five straight jumpers. And he ain't, and he not dodging nothing. Exactly, like he's like, no, I'll play it. Like for real. Like I, like we'll there'll be times where we're like we'll play like six two on two games in a row, and we'll be like, all right, we won. Like me and Pav will be like, okay, we won, we won four, we won five or whatever, whatever we win. All right, come on, we run it again. We you y'all ready? He ain't going. Exactly. He got to get a dub. Exactly, yeah. and like that, and that's another thing that I've like really embraced, like the competitiveness of this of these groups. Because Jackson, a great shooter, Chris, a great shooter. So now I'm going up against them, and they're getting say we shooting a hundred. They sh- they getting seventy five. I'm getting low sixties. You got to come with it. So then, and then you're being like, hey. Well, in game, that's thirty percent ice. That's not good enough for you. Facts. So then it's like, oh no, I gotta pick it up. Like I can't be. I'm not trying to be this person to be like, oh, I'm the person that keeps the group behind. Yeah, yeah, you gotta come with it. You exactly. gotta level up. Exactly. So like coming here is like, it was low key at first. I was like, bro, why is he making me run so much? Like, why is he making me do all this? Like I'm almost throwing up and stuff. We were kind of just like working out and stuff like that. And I remember I was like, the first time I went here, I was with like Jay Kabowitz, Max. And oh I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why is this dude making me run so much? Like, yeah. what is he doing? Oh yeah, Clans was in there yeah. too, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 So I was like, and this is during quarantine, and I'm like, and Max Max and them are like, man, he made us run a lot. And I'm like, yeah, he did. I don't know why he made us do that. We're working out. Cause I've never we never ran during workouts. I'm like, and then Jackson's like, hey, you coming back tomorrow? I was like, oh, it's tomorrow too? He's that like, conditioning yeah, gotta I'm be like, on point. Right. I was like, okay, yeah. Might as well. I rode back with Jackson. I remember we were doing this drill, shooting drill, and I was about to throw up. I was like, dang, bro, like, dude's really trying to kill me. But it really, like, molded me into someone like, hey, if you're not going to work, if you don't want this, you don't have to do it. And, like, you said that all the time, like, hey, like, this works not for everybody. It's not. Exactly. So it's I was like, not. And I'm not for everybody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, Facts. Hey, listen, if you can hit shots when you're tired, what you going to do when you're fresh? Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. If you can hit shots when you're fresh, not everybody can hit shots when they're tired. Facts. Period. Like, Facts. it's just a fact, and and we have to chain ourselves for the harshest conditions, Facts. for as hard as it's gonna get. Right. And if we can simulate as hard as it's gonna get, bro, you're gonna go down a possession and miss a shot. Got to sprint back, play hard defense, right. miss again, come back. You're gonna be dog tired, bro. And then you gotta shoot a game winner. Facts. What you gonna do? Facts. See Especially what I'm like saying? those games against Kimberly, like, like the game that it was. Those are Pat, Pat and me going back and forth. Pat getting a bucket. I gotta go get a bucket. Yeah. Now, not only do I gotta go get a bucket, I gotta sprint back all the way because Pat about to get this, guard this guy ISO going. Yeah. And about to get, about to get hit five times, and then you gotta. Oh, now I gotta come back and go give him a bucket. Like it's is, it's really like people are like you don't need to run during, but like nah. Like it really, it really proves that like, 
hitting shots late like this. It's about it's, a, it's about the back. It's about it's about that leg work, dog. It's Facts. about that back work. Facts. That's a part of the game, man. Period. And some people don't want to hear. It. They think it's crazy, but it's about that leg work, dog. And Oh, yeah, I just want to work on my game. Work on your game. That's fine. But I'm preparing y'all for what's hard. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, in and, and the summer grind, that's when you got to be in the best shape of your life. You got to be training the, at the highest level, the hardest you can go. Um, because that's going to that's gonna give you the best simulation of a game. Facts. Period. Um we gonna wrap it up right here, man. You got any shout outs you want to give out to anybody? Uh, shout out to my family, my Don't mom, be and no dad. Shout out to no girlfriend, bro. Nah. All right, go ahead. Give your shout outs out, dog. Shout out to my mom, my dad, my family, my little brothers, my grandma, uh, all those people that supported me, all the people that didn't support me, my teammates, and my coaches. That's all I love from y'all. That's what's up. And here you have it, man. Episode three: Control the Controllables with my boy Ice Chuck.